0: How do you feel about conflicts and arguments, whether in your relationship or in any other area of life? Today we're going to talk about arguments and conflict and their effect on you, your relationships, and if you have children, on your children. If you'd like to find out more about how to improve your relationships, head over to TheRelationshipMaze.com. And for more about this podcast, head over to the RelationshipMazePodcast.com and press subscribe right now. Welcome to today's podcast, and today we're talking about arguments and conflict.
1: Yeah, so Tom, have you ever been in a relationship where there wasn't any conflict?
0: probably not but at the same time you know i think i've always tried to avoid conflict mm. uh, how about yourself
1: yeah same i mean i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever been in a relationship where there wasn't any conflict um, but i think maybe it manifested in different ways and like you i think when i was younger certainly in my 20s 30s i always tried to avoid conflict at all costs because my association with conflict was always uh, that uh, you know that this uh, it was threatening to the relationship because my parents argued all of the time uh, that really impacted on me and we could talk about that a little bit later on as a child it really impacted on me so so when there was uh, when there was any kind of strong disagreement in the relationships in the past uh, I'd be really alarmed by that be quite worried about that uh, and I think oh God there's something really wrong here this must be the end of the relationship something like that.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, as you're listening right now, just think about that term conflict and arguments. Mm. And, and what does that bring up for you? Is it something that you, you try to avoid? or Is it something that maybe you enjoy? Or is it something that, you know, maybe brings up this feeling of you have to win whatever, or, you know, whatever happens, it's about winning an argument. Mm. So it's sort of what does that bring up for you? Because like like you, um, you know, I have a I have a a, a kind of association with conflict and arguments from childhood, which means that I want to avoid them. Mm. And often, you know, we we might have disagreements about something, Mm. which, you know, sometimes I remember you said like, well, if you had an argument, Mm. um, and I'm thinking, I don't really remember having arguments with you because Mm. they're discussions where maybe where we differ in some values. but it's not like for me what I'd call an argument because my association from childhood was screaming, my parents screaming so loud, at each people other. could hear them from like half a mile down the roads yeah. or things throwing across the, the house. Yeah, so for yeah. me, like a disagreement or kind of like maybe having a difference of values in this discussion, which you know, can be challenging. Mm. I don't even call that an argument.
1: Oh, interesting. But what is an argument then? I mean, Maybe we can kind of agree that an argument is a sort of a, a disagreement about something that you feel quite strongly about. Is that an argument?
0: Yeah, I think that's a, probably a good definition of, a, yeah. of an argument. So there's some sort of disagreement or some something that we feel where you know the other person has done something that maybe uh, is against what we feel is right or acceptable mm-hmm. or somehow... Violates um, our values for example yeah. or where we feel not kind of respected or kind of not taken uh, notice of or, or anything like that
1: yeah I mean a lot that's the that's the underlying cause for lots of arguments and relationships isn't it this idea of that you don't you didn't take care you didn't notice you did something that was harmful or hurtful to me Uh, And let me tell you about it. That's often what arguments are about. I mean, they can also be about having uh, different viewpoints on something that you feel very strongly about, as you say. If you have different values, uh, different ideas, uh, different uh, ideology, for example, you know, you can have an argument about politics in the relationship, can't you? where you have different political views and then you get going on
0: that. Yeah, and, and that tends to be with our discussions where things happen. I don't think yeah. we have disagreements about other things, no. but it's more political things, which often, for me, I see that they're often, we want similar outcomes, but mm. different ways of getting them. So okay. it's like that, that old sort of Buddhist metaphor of uh, different religions like different windows on a building looking over the same garden. So it's like we've got the same garden yeah. out there but we're in different rooms looking yes. over it and and sometimes that's challenging because it's like mm. you want to be you want your point to come across you want to be heard and mm. often we lose track sight of the fact that actually fundamentally what we want is a similar thing but we mm. have different ways we think we need to, to do to get there
1: yeah absolutely um yeah so that can be so it can be that kind of argument but it can also be as you said, in, a, in 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 relationships, it can be the kind of arguments which are about where where we we're arguing about something on the surface, so to speak. But at the same time, we're really arguing about something that happened at a much deeper level for us, where we are feeling hurt, for example. Yeah, where we feel that uh, our partner has done something or said something that was really upsetting to us, and that might just be on the surface level. For example, it might be about the dishes that haven't been washed, yeah. So you might start an argument about that and say, "Well, are you still again, you always leave the dishes in the uh, in the sink." This sort of thing. So on the surface, we might be arguing about that, but at a much deeper level, we might actually feel like you don't pay attention to my needs. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely, and and I think those are the often the more problematic yeah. arguments because they're where we don't we don't always know what we're trying to express. We don't always know why we feel. Um, that we need to have this argument. We're talking about something like the dishes, when it's mm. about not being validated by our partners. And we mm. don't always recognise that. Mm. And that's a problem. And I think that's why um, there are two important sides in arguments, which are how you experience arguments yeah. and how you express yourself yeah. in an argument. Yeah. Because, like you said, you know, someone not doing the dishes... I have my own experience of what that means. Mm. So it's like, we have a story in our heads about what that means. If somebody doesn't do the dishes or if somebody hasn't cleared up these sort of uh, empty shampoo things from the shower <laughs> tray. That
1: happened for a this few morning weeks. for those of you <laughs> who are listening. So,
0: but that would mean different things. Like for one person, it's just, yeah. I've just been really busy. But for someone else, it means this person doesn't care about me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's about the meaning that you make of that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's what, our experience. What meaning you ascribe to this, exactly. Yeah, and
0: what we take from that from our childhood, from yeah. our experience, so that the story in our head about what that means. Mm. And as a result, we then express ourselves in a way according to that. Mm. So whether that's sort of uh, passive-aggressive comments or whether it's a direct sort of uh, quite aggressive sort of arguing or kind of, mm having it saying something to our partner that comes across in a way that later on we might regret, even
1: yeah, absolutely, and it really also i mean and how we do this this is really interesting, isn't it? How we do this, how we actually express our frustration is very much down to our previous experiences, also in terms of how we learn to express ourselves, so for me, I think for me it was all it's always been quite difficult in the past, certainly to express my frustrations. I always kind of experienced that as a little bit um, what's the word Uh, threatening or um, that I would because I think in the past I probably had a more anxious preoccupied attachment style so I would be more careful about expressing my frustrations because I'd be worried about losing my partner if I did so. So I often didn't express directly if I was frustrated I did it in a very passive aggressive way so I used to be And I think I still have a bit of a tendency in that way, don't I? So I can go into that, uh, the sort of, the the sulky bit, yeah? (laughs) So that's my passive-aggressive style usually, is to sulk, uh, to punish through silence, Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, to express conflict, so to speak, by not saying anything, by, by demonstratively showing that I'm not happy about something. I'm pretty good at that. I used to be excellent at that.
0: Yeah, and I I think this is the really important thing is that, you know, again, how you experience conflict, I'm talking about anybody Mm -hmm. listening, what that brings up for you, because, you know, conflicts can be very damaging in our relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, conflicts can either destroy our relationships, Mm -hmm. or it can help our relationships become better. Yeah. So that's the contrast. So when handled badly, you know, conflict can really be, you know, the the end thing of a relationship. It's Mm. sort of, you know, it can can be horrible. I mean, if if your parents used to argue, like my parents would argue a lot, Mm. as a child, you know, those effects can be very long term in terms of your physiological even, your mental, your emotional health. And there's been loads of research into this. So... You know the 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 impact on children is is huge oh, when parents don't argue properly, let alone your own relationship. Which you know, if you're not mm. handling arguments well, mm. it's really unlikely that that relationship is going to last.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what you mentioned there is so important, and I think it often gets underestimated the impact of constant conflict. Not constant conflict, but as you say, it's not the conflict in in and of itself. There will be conflict in the relationship. But how it manifests and how it plays out and how children also can witness whether there's a resolution to this conflict or not, this is what's going to have the impact on the child. And and children who can see um, a lot of emotional expression in conflict, a lot of anger, because that's one of the main, I think, emotional expressions when there's conflict, uh, If that, if they can see that again and again and again, and they can see that their parents sort of are out of control yeah cuz when when there's a lot of shouting and particularly or um a lot of um anger that can feel very much like the situation is out of control for the child and when it's out of control they can't feel safe yeah it feels very threatening for a child and of course there's always then this fantasy for the child that the parents might be separating cuz I remember always worrying about that when when I was younger, I always thought, "Are they still going to, you know, are they going to stay together or not?" When I was a teenager, I thought, "Oh well, God, I hope they separate. I've had enough of this." Yeah, I actually was hoping for the opposite. But, but when I was younger, as a child, I found it um, really unbearable. This, these these constant arguments between my parents.
0: Yeah, it, it can have a huge impact. I remember once, when I was about fourteen or fifteen, there was a neighbour who lived several houses down, which. And, and we had detached houses. This, I mean, literally was probably almost half a mile down the street. Wow. And once they commented on how they could hear my mother shouting, that was very, sort of, you know, it, and that's had a huge impact. Mm. So it's like I said, I, I don't like conflict to this day. Mm. You know, I'd rather avoid it. Mm. So it has an impact. And again, you know, the way that you feel in conflict, you've learned.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. and
0: and this the thing is that as we talked about earlier is that you know we all have disagreements, mm. and sometimes those things are deeper than others, and sometimes they're to do with our feelings that maybe we're not being validated, like we talked about not mm. doing the dishes or mm. something like that, mm. um, where the other person may not be aware, and it may need to be communicated in a certain way for that awareness and find some agreement. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. but the way
0: we go about expressing that. Could either mm. cause something positive to happen as a result, or that little thing could could be the end of a relationship.
1: Yeah, or if it if it carries on again, you know, if this is if it's the sort of never ending cycle of uh, frustration, again one conflict after the other, then that in the long run can be very destructive. And of course, there there are also particular patterns in conflict that are particularly destructive in relationships, which have shown by the Gottman Institute to be um, particularly undermining in relationships and we talk about that in all course. Um but so there was another point that I wanted to pick up which was the uh ah I've lost my thread now which is that um conflict in of in and of itself is not a is not a bad thing, is it? It can be really positive. I wanted to pick up on that because it shows that um there is something that need, requires clarification maybe. Yeah. I think it's a sign that oh there's something that we are that we understand differently here in our relationship, that we feel differently about, that needs voicing, that needs addressing. So conflict only highlights that there is a a, a different viewpoint, ultimately.
0: Yeah, because we're not mind readers. and no. Even if you've been with somebody for years and you think you know them really well, uh, you think you know them really well, but in reality, you don't know them fully because no. you haven't had their experience. So... Often there's that assumption that we do things and it's it's taken as meaning something in particular. Mm. But actually the other person takes a very different meaning from it. Mm. And it might be years later we find that. And being feeling free to express that and work through that is important. Mm. Um, and that's a great thing. Conflict can help you get to know your partner better. Absolutely. Because you can understand what's really going on for them.
1: Absolutely. I think this is it. You can take it as a... You can view uh, conflict as a sort of barometer or a sign, so to speak, that something needs sorting out, something needs addressing, as I say, as, okay, well, here we've come to a, a point in the road where we basically have very different perspectives. Let's clarify these perspectives. Let's find out what it is that you think about it. Let me explain what I think about that. It's sort of also, I think, um, if you look at it in a more, from a more positive perspective, it also means that conflict is there because you're arguing about something that uh, is really important to you. There's something at stake here. yeah. And conflict shows that there's something alive in the relationship. Uh, from my uh, experience working with couples, um, couples where there's absolutely uh, no conflict, where it's just pretty much dead uh, because both partners have just given up. They might have had so much conflict in the relationship that they've just given up. They can't be asked anymore to discuss anything. These relationships are in much more trouble, I think, than sometimes the ones where there's still a lot going on. And and I'm simplifying here, of course, because if you are arguing every day for hours and hours, then obviously that's problematic as well.
0: And and again, that comes down to how you're arguing, which is key, because... You know, if you're arguing for hours and hours, that means that you 're not expressing things in a way that 's going to be productive, yeah so it 's about finding that way to communicate so that it doesn 't feel like it's it 's unsafe mm. so in a argument in in conflict, we need to make sure we have a way of expressing between ourselves that mm. that I think doesn 't feel unsafe. That we know is it might not mm. feel comfortable always, yeah. but you know at the end of the day, we know that we're we're listening to each other we 're trying to kind of work together to a common sort of mm. purpose mm. um yeah
1: yeah so it requires also uh, and i think this kind of goes back to where what i was saying earlier on it requires also a level of um assertiveness doesn't it the capacity to be assertive to actually know and feel like i'm i have a right to let my partner know how i'm feeling here uh you always have that right it's, so it's not about um it's, it's not about avoiding the things that need to be saying, uh, said to the partners. They need to be said because they have an if something really has an impact on you, then you need to let your partner know that you know things uh, have an effect on you. So you need to also be able to kind of assert yourself in the right kind of way to communicate clearly to your partner. This is what's happening here for me, and that's not always easy for lots of people. Um, they don't assert themselves, they just shout the other one down. That's not the same thing.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah, that's the difference is assertiveness isn't aggressiveness. And right. and also I mean there is a time and place too, because I know we do have a right to assert ourselves, but sure. it doesn't mean you have to do it all the time. Yeah, sure. And it's like if your partner's been through something very traumatic, like they've lost their parent or something. Oh yeah. If if you suddenly think I'm gonna I've got the right to assert myself now it might you know there is a time and place sometimes
1: of course that's part of it but I'm but I think what I'm trying to I think what I'm trying to is good that you mentioned that I think what I'm trying to get to is that um, I think often uh, lots of people and I included myself in that in the past um, they sit on their frustrations for a long time they sit on them and they sit on them and they sit on them because they're scared of voicing their frustration with their partner because that might jeopardize the relationship. That's the underlying fear here. If I bring up my concerns, I'm going to jeopardize the relationship. My partner's not going to love me anymore. They're going to walk out, something like that. Yeah. So I think what I'm trying to say is that if you do that again and again, you get into this resentment easily. At some point, you start to resent your partner because they haven't noticed that you're feeling frustrated. Um, you resent your partner because they're still doing what you don't like them to do, etc. So when I talk about assertiveness, I talk about this idea of it's important that you express when you are frustrated about something. Of course you do that, you know, sensitively and time appropriately, etc., etc.
0: Yeah, so what we're coming back to as well is is how you express it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that's what's important, I think, in conflict is learning how to express these feelings, how to express what 's going on for yeah. us, which we don 't learn at school no um, and and you said earlier as well that you know some where we sometimes people just think there's no point talking to their partner anymore they get kind mm. of and some people think they know their partner so well, they think they just always react like them, they get mm. on with it, we won 't have a discussion, um, but I think the great thing with conflict is that it shows that there's elements to our partner that are different that we don't understand. And I think that's mm. a great thing. Is there's yeah. always that curiosity to Absolutely. know. It's like your partner's not like a kind of coffee machine with 10 working parts. No. It's if their vastly complex. They've got like a complex history with lots of different, thousands of millions of different influences that are different to you. Yeah. and And whenever there is that difference, it's knowing that, you know, actually this is because this person has a different um, experience to me. They mm. have a different way of seeing the world and mm. trying to be curious about what that's mm. rather than trying to kind of impose our will on the other person or force them to see the way that we see things. Yeah. And I think, you know, we don't learn how to communicate at school. We don't learn how to argue. Mm. We don't know how to do any communication at school as far as no, I'm aware. No. We just try and pick it up. Yeah. And you usually, see it from our parents who often haven't done things the best way themselves.
1: No, absolutely. That's and, the, that's a difficulty, isn't yeah. it? Because we, as you say, it's not something that we are taught at school, but we should be. Actually, I think it should be on the curriculum: communication skills. Hmm. So yeah, so the primary influence is really are always our parents, and we're lucky if we've got parents who model uh, a good way of resolve, addressing, and resolving conflict. Uh, we're not so lucky if our parents didn't know how to do it themselves. So that's why it's really important that if we haven't, you know, that's why it's so important to kind of also pay attention to it now for us, for our relationship, and also in terms of what we do with our children and how we impact on our children. So to think about what is it like when, you know, arguments might get quite heated and loud, or what is it like for a child to grow up in in an environment where both parents uh, are very passive aggressive, that's really unhealthy as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we'll probably talk more about us in another podcast. And I think, you know, one of the key things from today is that, you know, learning how to manage conflict is probably one of the most important things in your relationship, Mm -hmm. Um, not just for you and your partner, but also if you have children or intend to in the future, it's so important there. and there's skills that you can learn because yeah. we just haven't learned them when we were younger. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky and you know how to manage things somehow instinctively, that's great. But most people don't. Mm. We need to learn them and learn them will make a huge difference. And um, that's why actually we've been producing a course, Stop Arguing, Start Loving, where we, we teach some of these skills. And actually on, on our website, therelationshipmaze.com, we have a quiz where you can find out your arguing style in your relationship. So, on the homepage of therelationshipmaze.com, uh, there's a link there where you could do this little quiz to find out what your relationship arguing style is, and you get like a little overview of of what type of arguer you are.
1: Yeah, and so we've developed this uh, this mini course on uh, on how to argue effectively. And what we're really wanting, we're giving you a bit of an overview of, um, or getting you to think about, you know, where do I come from, what's my conflict style here, what did I learn about conflicts, how do I go about arguing with my partner, and how can I improve this? How can I basically make this better for for me, for my partner, for our relationship, and also for my kids, ultimately, if I have any. So, um, have a look at the course. Um, it's very accessible. We made it quite straightforward for you, and we've got loads and loads of activities um, that you can actually practice either on your own or with your partner to a- address various aspects of arguing effectively.
0: So, from today's podcast, hopefully, you can take away some some ideas about you know how important it is to learn how to manage conflict in your relationships and some of the things. That you can do and thinking about how, you know, it's how you express yourself and how you experience yourself and your partner in your relationship when it comes to arguments that makes all the difference. Um, So please tune into our podcast again next week. And remember, head over to TheRelationshipMaze.com where you can do our free quiz just to find out what are your arguing style is in relationships. Um, And we look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Take good care. Until then, bye.
0: Bye.